Hey my loves, welcome back to Love, Sex and Magic. I'm your host Mel Wells and I am so excited for today's episode. I sat down with the absolute queen, Ra Goddess. Ra is the entrepreneurial soul coach behind hundreds of breakthrough change makers, cultural visionaries and social entrepreneurs. From multiple New York Times bestsellers to multi-million dollar social enterprises, Ra's unique methodology has empowered a new generation of conscious entrepreneurs entrepreneurs to stay true, get paid, and to do good. We had such an incredible conversation all about alignment, how you can get aligned on your soul's path, how you can listen to your calling, what happens when you get out of alignment, how you know when you are in alignment and co-creating with the universe. We talked about how you can really have it all. Um, Oh my gosh, this was such an incredible conversation and I'm so excited for you to listen. So as always, just a reminder that if you are in my paid community, the Goddess Collective, you actually get to ask questions to all of these guests and have them answered inside the membership site. So as well as it being an incredible community full of like-minded soul sisters and freedom seekers who are so hungry for more meaning in their life and their awakening to their sexuality and their divinity. The Goddess Collective is full of workshops, workbooks, coaching with me every month, but you also get to uh, have this special bonus content from all of our podcast guests too. So if you want to check it out, come join us inside. The link is in the show notes. So let's get into this episode. Oh, Ra, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. It is such an honor to have you here. My joy, my joy, Mel. Thank you for having me. You know, I really see you as such an incredible leader in such integrity with your values. And not only are you inspiring huge change in the world yourself, but you're also able to hold the space for other incredibly successful entrepreneurs and visionaries to change the world as well. Um, You know, I first got to hear about you through uh, hearing Gabby Bernstein speak on stage about you constantly. Um, I know that you're working with a friend of mine, Kate Northrup, and so many other incredible visionaries. Um, Your work is really empowering a whole new generation of conscious entrepreneurs. um, And it's, it's just such an honor to have this conversation with you. So thank you so much. My joy, really, really my joy, Mel. Thank you for your work. So you have a best-selling book called The Calling. And, you know, part of your mission here is to to really help people find and discover theirs and follow that. So I'd love to hear, like, what is your story around this? Like, what was the moment that you found your calling? Yeah, I am, um, I say that I have all of the compassion in the world Uh, because I came to my purpose and calling kicking and screaming, you know, literally at gunpoint. I had a a situation where I was working in consulting, making great money. And, um, and you know how it is, Mel, where the universe will, you know, when the first time it comes, it kind of gently touches you on the shoulder and goes, hi, Mel, (laughs) there's more for you to be doing in the world. And you kind of go, thank you for sharing. I was definitely that person and the universe kept nudging and nudging and nudging. And I kind of kept acting like I didn't hear it or it wasn't talking to me. And, um, and finally a situation, um, unfolded where, uh, I was shot at at point blank range in front of my, my home in the city. And, um, I can't tell you where the bullets went 
and this is literally, it was a situation where the person was trying to rob me and, um, and I felt this beam of energy come down through the top of my head and down into the soles of my feet. Um, and I felt my mouth open and something else was speaking through me to this individual. Um, and they wound up shooting, firing and fired a, a few times. Um, and you know, they were as shocked as I was, we were kind of both doing this, you know, cause we know what happened. Um, and I would say, you know, I say this often that I, I, though I cannot tell you where the bullets went, I can certainly say that the message wasn't lost on me, mm-hmm. you know, and I like to, to say that, you know, as much as people sometimes think that the universe is touchy feely and it's all warm, fuzzy and rainbows that I believe that the universe is gangster. <laughs> I love, I yes. love that. Yes. <laughs> the universe is gangster. And, you know, if you are obedient, you're in good shape. If you're not, you know, you, you just might get smacked around a little bit. Um, and, and you can almost expect that, you know, right. And, and we laugh about it and it's important to laugh about it, right. Because there are so many people who know that they're here to do more. They know that they're here to be more, but there's lots of reasons that keep them you know, from pursuing um, and leaning into their purpose. And I wrote the book specifically for people who, you know, who can't quite cross the threshold or for people who have crossed the threshold, but now you need a plan. You need a blue plan or, you know, you've crossed the threshold, you're in it, but now you want to take it higher. You want to take it bigger. You want to take it to a place where you're even more impactful or even more profitable. Um, and, you know, I... I want to say to your beloveds that, first of all, it's never too late. Second of all, your calling has only your name on it. Like, I can't do it. Mel can't do it, right? All of the other people that you admire or you love, can't. they can't do it for you. This is, It's yours. It's yours. And, um, and though it may be scary, and though you may not know what all of the steps are, and though maybe you can only see the first step, and you know mm. it's kind of like you're in a fog, and you don't, you're hoping that the second step will show up when you take the first step. Um, I can tell you, and and I know Mel, you'll co-sign this that an extraordinary life is waiting for you. Mm. Like it's beyond. If you know, if 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 someone would have said to me. This is your life, you know, like, okay, you can go be a consultant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag safe. (laughs) Hashtag predictable. Right. Hashtag, hashtag looks good on the resume. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Um, comfort zone. Do you feel, come on. Right. Uh, Or uh, you can be igniting people and, and supporting people and being able to liberate themselves and do what they're here to really, really do in the world. And, you know, and everything that you could possibly imagine and more is, mm. is available to you. Um, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have believed them, but I would not trade this life for anything, anything. Mm-mm. And that's when you know, that's when you know that you are in complete alignment. And for me, it's only when you start listening to that calling and actually following it that life starts getting really, really interesting and really, really exciting. And it becomes this like wild adventure of your soul because you are just constantly listening and acting on this, this inner guidance that you're receiving. Absolutely. So obviously with everything that has happened so far this year, you know, 2020, I really believe there's, there's so much more to come as well. Um, 
And it's oh, yeah. all good. It's given everyone this massive, massive shakeup. We've been, you know, exposed to a lot of corruption, a lot of systems that we have um, been, you know, almost like treating as um, our church um, for for how we will build our lives. There's been a, so much injustice that we have been exposed to that we have kind of unconsciously just continued on, uh, you know, continued on with. There's been, we've been awakening in so many different areas. And I think for everyone, we've obviously had this collective awakening, but everyone has yeah. been going through a really personal awakening of their own as well. Uh, there's been a huge like reevaluation of everyone's lives. And I think there's a lot of people listening to this that are seeking and searching now for that next level of meaning in their lives. Mm -hmm. So what advice do you have for someone that's listening who's like had that moment of like, oh my God, I'm looking around me and this is not what I want. Um, but they don't know yeah. what they do want. Yeah, it, it's so funny because I would say to you, you know, in, in the context of our community at Move the Crowd, we've been calling this the sacred pause, mm. right? So people have heard, had other terms for it, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? What you all have, you know, the, the sort of the global world has been calling pandemic. We've been calling sacred pause for the cause, yeah. right? Mm. And the cause is you. Um, and, and I believe, and this is a message that really came to me two weeks into the shelter in place. I had this incredible dream about being in this raging ocean and fighting to try to get to the shore and the waves were overtaking me. And there was this moment in the water where I really felt like this was it, you know, that I wasn't going to make it, that I was going to be overcome. And, and, you know, and, and of course my metaphorical connection to the shore was my destination, i.e. my destiny. Right. And mm. so, you know, stay with me, you all, if you're feeling this, right. Like where, you know, you're trying to get to this place of, feeling your own power, feeling your own strength, having a kind of clarity and a confidence and a sense of conviction about your life and every aspect of your life. And so this was what was what was sort of representative for me as the shore. And I'm swimming, swimming, swimming. And in this moment where I feel like I'm going to be overtaken and, and I could sort of sense in myself that I'm almost ready to give up, you know, spirit comes alongside me in the water and shows me this image of myself riding on top of the current and being sort of rocked to and fro, almost like a baby, mm. laughing and giggling as the current is taking me to the shore. And I heard the message, do not fight the waves. Let the current carry you. Mm. And I woke up from that dream and, and that morning went into my normal meditation and then, and then downloaded the message of the sacred pause, which is what I wound up sharing with our community. And so here's what I want you to understand about like what was given to, to us and me around this time is that this is a reset. You know, so the shaking up now that you speak to this awakening and all of us are waking up to various levels and we're going to continue to be shaken. <laughs> yeah. shaked and baked this year we're going to continue <laughs> to be right rocked to and fro this year but we do have a a choice in whether we're going to fight or whether we're going to surrender mm -hmm. and if we're willing to engage the invitation to surrender there are three things that we are being asked to look at 
The first is to come home to ourselves and to honor, recognize, and tell the truth about the degree to which we have been hearing our own voice, honoring our own needs, taking good care of ourselves or whether or not we've been putting everybody else's needs and everybody else's agenda and everybody else's wants or concerns above our own, mm -hmm. right? This opportunity to come home to yourself is about being willing to come back into your own spirit, to realign and to care for and to nurture your own humanity and to respect and honor what is important to you in the context of being able to do that and to know what it is to care for you with love and compassion. That was the first, right, invitation. Second invitation was to get our house in order. Our environment, are we in the environment that we wanna be in? For some of us, home is sacred. It's our sanctuary. It's the place we go when the rest of the world, you know, <clears throat> is, is going to hell in a handbasket. We can, we can always come home. But for others of us, home is hell, mm. quite literally. And we have not been able to do the things that we've needed to do in order to have our home represent that place of peace and represent that place of tranquility for us, right? Something about the quality or the nature of our environment. For some of us, it's we, we need to move cities. For others of us, we need to get out of certain situations, right? There's all kinds of things, right, that may be... Um, grappling in this time that we may be grappling with in this time around the, the, the nature of our home. But our, our work was to make some clear decisions and to take a clear inventory about what needed to happen around our environment. The second part of getting our house in order is about our relationships and our most intimate relationships. And for many of us, we can use the business, we can use the job, we can use the external forces to not deal with mm -hmm. what may or may not be happening in the center of the quality of our most intimate relationships. And so this mandate of getting our house in order was about taking this inventory and getting clear about where am I in the context of my relationships and what needs to happen to heal, what needs to happen to transition or complete, what needs to happen to open the way for the new and the right relationships that want to show up, right? And I'm running this down, Mel, because this is our work, right? A lot of people are going, well, how can I find my purpose? And I go, this is the work we're being asked to do. Mm -hmm. The third part of getting our house in order is our finances. And our opportunity to really take a stock and an inventory of the degree to which we have been good stewards in the places we've needed to be good stewards when it's come to our finances. So for some of us, that's about how we've been accounting for what we have. For others of us, it's been about the degree to which we've been taking care of ourselves there or not taking care of ourselves there. But the work is to take an inventory. And then the third invitation, so, so come home to self, get our house in order. Third invitation was to realign with the truth of who we are and our higher purpose. Now you talked about this year of 2020, you, you and I, when we were going back and forth, like you knew it was going to be heavy. <laughs> you knew it was going to be, you, and, and as, as did we, right? And, and, you know, because 2020, year foundation, double digits, it's a four year if you're in numerology, it's the year of the, the metal rad if you follow the Chinese zodiac. I mean, all of the signs was like, this is a year where you're going to need to roll up your sleeves. Mm -hmm. 
around the essence of who you are and around the heart of what is really important. Mm-hmm. You're going to, this is the year where you get to decide where you stand. So this was already in the zeitgeist. This was already in the atmosphere mm-hmm. and the energy of 2020, right? And so that work is still the work. Yeah. You know, that doesn't change, right? It's still the work. And so the first thing in terms of like, so how do I, how do I lean into this work? Mm-hmm. You get still. Mm-hmm. You slow down. One of the beautiful things about this sacred pause moment is that we are quieter, many of us, than we've ever been. So you can't necessarily run around in the same ways that you used to. So the voice is louder than it's ever been because we are globally stiller than we've ever been. And so, you know, creating a space where you can listen to your own inner voice and begin to develop a new relationship with you and you is the beginning. Mm. Beautiful. Uh, I completely agree. And I love everything that you shared there. And it, it reminded me of Maslow's hierarchy of needs and how we have like that need for safety and home. Um, and that kind of, we just need to know that we have food and we have our home first. Um, then I think it goes into like love and belonging um, and relationships. And then it goes into like self-actualization, following our purpose. I'm, I don't know the, the whole thing by heart, but that I know that it's like exactly as you said, like get your home in order first, like get your foundations in order, know where you need to be in the world and get your relationships in place. And I think when you've got a foundation of that, then you can hear that voice super clear because then you're, you're, you've got that foundation of alignment and then you can kind of move forwards. And that's not to say like, I, you know, I'm, I know you're not saying like, don't do anything until you have got your home and your relationships oh. in order. I know that's not what you're, right. what, not what you're saying. Um, right. But I think it's, it's harder to maybe hear that voice when, when you're dealing with an environment that is chaotic, relationships that are destructive, uh, all this noise that is very much yeah. out of alignment. And then um, before we, before we got on this call, um, yeah, I shared with you that, you know, we made the decision in December that where we were living, which was London, we had tried to make London work for two years, but I think we had been telling ourselves it was like a should. We should be here because, you know, we would we were pursuing different goals at that time. And a lot of my listeners are in London and I run events in London. And we were like, London makes sense, but it didn't feel like us. And every time we would travel and go to like, you know, beautiful, like natural places, like we would come to Costa Rica or Bali, I would literally feel like I could operate at a 10. And then I would go back and I would feel like I was operating at a five. And it just things just click into alignment when I am in nature. It's like it feeds my cells. And as soon as I don't have that, I feel like I am dying. Um, and that that's that's me personally. I have a very, very close relationship with nature. I, I feel like I really need it, just like I need water <laughs> and food. Um, yeah. yeah, we made that decision at the end of last year because we felt like 2020, I don't know, something big is coming. Like I thought it was going to be some kind of a war or 
some crazy shit is going to go down. And I just felt like this is the year that we need to be the change. We need to get into alignment as fast as possible because we're going to need to show up in a way that we've never had to show up before in this lifetime. Absolutely. And I want to underscore that this is all the work, right? So, I, so to your point, it isn't, oh, let me get myself perfect and then I'm out in the world. No, 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 no. <laughs> the uh-uh. work is alignment. The work is alignment, right? And we're just saying to you, the levels of the work are come home to yourself, get your house in order, realign Mm -hmm. with your purpose and your calling. You feel what I mean? But it's all the work of calling. All of it is. Mm -hmm. Because without us, there is no purpose. There is no, you feel what I'm saying, you all, right? Like in other words, if you're not nourished and replenished and revitalized in yourself, and if you don't see that as part of your work, right? That's the conversation because a lot of us don't. We think us last Mm. and everybody else or everything else first and then us, (laughs) right? And Mm. what spirit is saying is it's, it's, it's the reverse. It's the reverse. Mm. Beautiful. So I want to talk a little bit about like entrepreneurship because you and I first met um, a little over a year ago at a mastermind event um, in Miami, was it? I think. I think it was Um, Miami. Yeah, so these masterminds, as some of some of our listeners will know, are like full of entrepreneurs who have got into a certain level and they're, you know, they want to get to the next level. So they kind of all join forces and they network and brainstorm and all that kind of stuff happens. And from being in this industry, the coaching space, the personal development space for like six years, I've really noticed this shift of entrepreneurs like feeling like they are coming home more to their souls and doing things to make real impact in the world for future generations, for our planet, Um, as opposed to kind of it all being about the, just about the money and just about like this, this kind of old model of success I see is, is kind of dying. I I mean, I, this is what I see. I'd love to hear if you see the same. I'm seeing a lot of people in that space now focused on soul alignment instead. Is this what you are experiencing too? Absolutely. I mean, this is where we're going. Mm. This is where we're going. And, you know, we will see it exponentially increase coming out of this year as well, Mm. you know, and I think to your point, we are feeling what I call these we're having these portal opening moments and more and more people are waking up. And with every portal opening, more and more people are waking up and, and levels of awakening, right? Because often what happens is we wake up and then we fall back asleep again. <laughs> and then we wake up and then we fall back asleep. And then we wake. But every time we wake up, we go a little deeper, right? Or we go a little higher, however you want to see it, right? Every time we get a little clearer, a little more convicted, a little more courageous, right? And so I think it's been building. I think what we started to see as sort of a, a tipping point six years ago had been building over the past 10 years where people were really kind of going, coming out of, you know, 9-11 for us, right? Coming out of the 2008 Great Recession. You know, you can sort of almost, if you look at the last 10 years, you can almost name when those moments were where whatever we had traditionally been sold about success got kind of ripped out from underneath us. Mm -hmm. And we had to reinvent and we had to reimagine. And I want to say to you all that, that it, 
anytime we have an opportunity to reinvent or reimagine, why not do it in alignment with our purpose and calling? If we're going to shake it up, why not, why not, why not shake it all the way? Why not bring, why not bring it all the way home? Right. (laughs) Don't play, don't play small. If you're really going to shake it up, let's shake it all the way up because when we come home to ourselves, and this is what I think people are seeing, Mel, to your point, there's a power that cannot be matched. When you are in the truth of yourself, when you are clear about what you're here to do, when you are willing to live your life on your terms, you are unstoppable. Yes. You are unstoppable. So that's why I think we see, we're seeing this pendulum mm. kind of swinging toward purpose, swinging towards soulful alignment, because I think people are recognizing, oh, there's more there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've been told this story throughout generations of, you know, the story of the person who follows uh, the money, follows material, like follows this kind of material possessions, like it's in religious teachings, you know, the person that follows his the purpose and god and then the person that follows all of the material luxuries and kind of loses themselves it it always ends up the same way you know we've heard this story and yet we still go into this we still fall into this trap of like we need more things we need more um more more money and i think to your point like even people who are extremely successful financially are waking up to realize there is more. There's there's deeper that I can go within. Um, and I think a lot of the conflict that people can have is they think that by following their soul and by following their calling, they can't have financial success mm. at the same time. So can you speak into this and kind of break down some of the blocks around like being able to be in your alignment, in your calling, listening to that voice and still feel abundant financially? Yeah, I mean, so financial wealth becomes inevitable when you're in alignment. And it's, it's so interesting because literally I wrote the book, you know, the first thing I say to people in the book is you do not have to trade. And that is so much of what we've been indoctrinated to believe, right? So, you know, your first statement about, you know, we hear this, we've heard this narrative before, but yet and still so many of us still find ourselves chasing these mm-hmm. external things, you know, these false gods, right? For lack of a better term, right? Or a better phrase. Um, and that is because for every message we hear around purpose and calling, we hear a thousand other messages that are rooted in shiny gods and, and mm-hmm. chasing false gods and shiny things, right? <laughs> and so part of what we have to recognize is that the conditioning, we're still saturated in the old conversation when we look at messaging and conditioning. We see it shifting, but we still have a little ways to go before we really get to a place where 90% of what you're hearing is go pursue your purpose and calling. And, and not only are you hearing it, this is the other reason I wrote the book, Mel, it isn't enough to just get people to buy into an ideology. People need a roadmap. Mm-hmm. How do I do it? All right, so the book takes you step by step by step. How do I do it? So, okay, want to do it, bought in, but now how do I move there? How do I actually take advantage of it, right? And so our ability to surround ourselves and be in environments where we can continue to be reminded 
of what we're here to do and what we're here to bring. And we can continue to see examples of people living in purpose and calling and experiencing financial abundance whether you know you're somebody who's fancy and you you know you want all the you want all the accoutrements <laughs> or whether you're somebody that wants to keep it very very simple the beauty of being aligned with your purpose and the beauty of being in the center of your soul is that you get to decide you get to choose and you know that both are fine both are fine to have both are fine to express there's no judgment on fancy there's no judgment around mm. simple um, but one of the biggest lies that we have been told is that we have to sacrifice, whether it's time with our families, whether it's the love relationships of, that we, you know, so desire, whether it's uh, our health and well-being, right, that we have to sacrifice in order to have material wealth. And it's just not true. Mm. Yeah, what I'm hearing you say is that we can have it all. Um, and there's definitely this constant um, background noise or voice that that says, well, you've got you can't have it all like you've got to pick um, something's got to give or, you know, typical as soon as I have this, this area of my life goes to shit. And it's kind of this yeah. like this old narrative that keeps us from believing that that all of our desires and dreams are possible for us when we're in alignment. Yeah. Would you say that, that it's only possible to have it all when we are in alignment? Well, well, here's what I would even say about having it all. You don't need it all. Mm. You just need what matters. So I'm about having what matters. Mm. And the opportunity for us to be in a real, authentic conversation with ourselves about what matters, right? Like I love the fact that you made the decision, right? You're like, we need to be in nature. Like that's what matters, yeah. You know, what matters is not being, you know, being fly in the city. <laughs> what matters is being grounded in the country, right? You feel what I mean? And and I say this, Mel, because some of us have don't feel like we have the permission to not want what everybody wants. Mm. We think we're supposed to want certain things, but we've not had the opportunity to really come into the heart of our own. Uh, existence and, and our own soul and say, well, do I really want a $20 million business that I have to work a hundred hours a week to maintain? Hmm, I don't know that I want that. You know what I mean? Right. Or can I have the $20 million business and work 10 hours a week? Or can, you see what I mean? There's so much that we wrestle with around wanting. And so, you know, the first thing that we've got to do is as we get still and we get quiet is, is ask ourselves, what do I really want? What really, really matters to me? What's really, really important. Mm -hmm. And to know that money is on the table, like anything else is on the table, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean you have to have everything on the table. Yes. You get to decide what really yeah. is important. Yeah, and I think that there's so many other influences on what we want. And if we can get really clear and just spend time with ourselves, because so often we're following something that 
we think we are supposed to want because like our mum has wanted it for us our whole life or our dad did it so we want we we have grown up with this belief this our whole life that I want to do that but it's not actually us our soul that wants it if we get really really honest um and I've had similar experiences you know not from my parents but from like like joining masterminds or like working with coaches and then being told like oh you should do this and I'm thinking I can see how doing like like for example you should launch this kind of a program and I'm like I can see how that would bring in more I can see how like people would buy that and I can see how that would be financially a good idea for me but it doesn't feel right (laughs) it doesn't feel right in my body and I have a shit ton of resistance to creating this thing and it, it it's ultimately because it just doesn't feel aligned it's someone else's desire for me because they think that I should do this and yeah. every single time that I've you know heard that and then checked in with myself I get the most clarity and the most um truth from just getting yeah. quiet with my own inner voice I want to come back to this question about do you have to be in alignment to have all these things And I actually would say to you, it's almost the reverse. So what do I mean when I say that? When you are in alignment, you need less. Mm. When you are in alignment, and this is an important distinction because there are a lot of people who have things, have a lot of things. And there are a lot of people who are good at certain things, but they're not successful by my definition. Right. Success is about fulfillment. So what we get to be tracking is when I'm in alignment, do I feel the sense of fulfillment where I'm not necessarily looking to try to fill a void with a whole bunch of things? Right. Mm -hmm. I actually am like, I'm in an alignment. I'm so in alignment. Stay with me, beloveds. I'm so in alignment that I can enjoy this smoothie and that can be everything for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I can launch a program next week and bring in $150,000. And then I can be on a vacation with my beloveds, right. And my dearest, dearest friends. And we're up in the mountains in some remote cabin. And, you know, we, we, you know, we might have like electricity and water and, you know, but, but it's very basic. (laughs) And I'm happy. Right. And then I can be in the city with my great grandma going to see a show, you know, a theatrical show. And we're like little kids laughing and joking. And, you know, so it's, it's the quality of experience and your own sense of power and joy that we're seeking. Mm. And we attach them sometimes to these external things. Oh, well, I'll be happy when I do seven figures, right? I'll be happy when fill in the blank, fill in the blank. And then what happens for some of us is we check those boxes, but the happiness doesn't follow. Mm. So we seek alignment because we seek fulfillment. We seek alignment because we seek being fully expressed. We seek alignment because we want to be all of who we really are. And the rewards of being in alignment is that the quality of experience becomes so abundant that everything becomes accessible. And you have an experience of richness 
no matter what you have and no matter what you're doing. Mm, so beautiful. Thank you for your wisdom. Yeah, this reminds me of um, a lot of the work that I've done over the last um, five or six years for women or with women, I should say, has been helping them to heal their relationship with food, um, overcome binge eating patterns, addictions um, around food, but obviously, you know, other things too, alcohol, sex, codependency, it's all, all part of the same thing. And something that really came through for me while you were just sharing is that when you are out of alignment, it is way easier for you to fall into these, um, these is you're much more susceptible to these habits, these addictive habits, you know, drinking a lot, overeating, uh, because it's this filling of a void, um, but the filling of the void, like the void can only be full when you really prioritize fulfillment um, because it's filling up from the inside out rather than constantly filling up from the outside in. So this is what I've been sharing a lot around food like the last few years, the last five years. And it, it sounds like what you're saying is the same thing, like focus on alignment and then you will feel content and you will feel fulfilled by having this smoothie and oh my God, enjoying so much and just tasting every, you can taste life so much more and you're grateful for so much more instead of like the constant need for like more handbags, more shoes, more food, more wine, more, 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 because it's this, this, um, this pit, this bottomless pit, because ultimately what you're seeking is fulfillment. Yeah. Asha. Absolutely. Absolutely. You also work harder when you're out of alignment. Mm. Everything feels arduous. Everything feels arduous when you're out of alignment. You know what I mean? Y'all getting out of bed feels arduous when we're out of alignment. And so you want to be paying attention to the sense of ease. And I'm saying that for some of us who are still trying to find what is aligned for us. I just want to give you this opportunity to track your energy over the next seven days. And you don't need to do anything different. Leave your calendar exactly as it is. And just as you're doing the things that are on your calendar, notice, wow, do I feel joyful about this? Ooh, do I have a lot of energy around this? Or, whoa, am I dreading this? Or, you know, and then how do I feel after? Do I feel like, wow, I was dreading that, but this was actually incredible? Or, ooh, I was excited about that, but you know what? It actually Mm -hmm. didn't really do much for me. Right. Like be in profound, deep relationship with you. That's Mm -hmm. really all what alignment is, is it's about your ability to check in with you and you and to observe yourself as you're moving about your day and noticing what gives you joy, what gives you peace, what gives you fire, excitement, inspiration, imagination, creativity versus what feels heavy or draining, or like enough, or too much, right? Mm. Just like notice, notice. Yeah, it's so, I'm so glad that you said that because I had this experience um, a couple of years ago. I had this kind of, um, what I thought was an awakening, but was kind of like a breakdown. Like I went through a bit of a dark night of the soul where I had this um, sudden kind of, um, my my 
dreams, uh, my childhood dreams were acting. And the, my first career before I got into this space, um, my first career was as a soap opera actress in the UK. And so I was in that world very much so. And that's where all my eating disorders and, you know, that's where I had like, oh my God, this is not it. <laughs> this is not the life that I want. And so obviously then got into like learning about coaching and like doing my own healing and then um spirituality shortly followed afterwards um but I had this kind of um realization a couple of years ago of like well if it, it kind of dawned on me that like if my was if I was wanting to do that as a child maybe I should revisit that maybe I should like go back to that because if that was my if that was what my inner child loved to do like why am I not doing that now and so I started going back to classes in London and I started like you know, hanging out with actors again and like being in those circles again and like going to like auditions and just kind of feeling into that world again. And it's so crazy because on I was so conflicted. And on, on one side of me, I had this like, this is me going on my hero's journey. Like it's going to be challenging. I'm going to face these challenges. I'm facing all my dragons by doing this. Um, I'm going to slay all my dragons. I'm going to go into my shadows. I'm going to do all this healing work and da, 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 da. And then on the other side, I was like, why is it that every time I show up to a class, I feel contracted. I feel like this, like, I feel like I don't look forward to it. It feels like, like just a constant slog up this massive, massive hill that I don't even know if I want to do. Um, but I feel like I should because I like owe it to my inner child is what I was kind of like, you know, so yeah. but then, like, when I would like, when I would just like drop into like, um, you know, what I was doing to help women and the events that I put on and the retreats and the coaching and all of this world that I've created um, online that, that I'm so proud to have um, to have done and to be living, to mm. have things like just flow through me, that felt just, oh, ease and uh, like um, just expansion. And I felt my soul just like, expand all the time but I was like telling myself this story of like no I really need I need to do what's hard I need to I need to go for the things that are challenging I need to slay my dragons and I was like the coaching so I I do that so easy like it's so it just comes naturally it comes through me and it took me two years of being in that conflict to realize that it was actually the fact that it was easy and it was flowing through me is actually because it is what is aligned for me and the yeah. stuff that felt like the con- the conflict the contraction i thought that i had to be a hero by facing off with that stuff and like overcoming those challenges um yeah. when i really got honest with like how does it feel in my body when i'm in those circles it doesn't feel like me it doesn't feel like the truth of who i am anymore it feels like it's an old past life and so that was a huge lesson for me that it doesn't have to feel like you're constantly overcoming like hard things um alignment does feel expansive and I think we can feel in our bodies whether we feel expanded um around certain people or around you know doing a certain following a certain path or we can feel like this contraction of like oh I hope that I don't have to show up for this today and do I really have to oh I hope they cancel or I hope something happens to you know yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, this is an important distinction to, to look at, right? Because some of us have been told it's not worth it if it's not hard. 
or we have a tendency to dismiss things that come easy to us. Oh, Mm -hmm. well, I don't even, it doesn't even take me anything to do, you know, so that can't be valuable because Mm -hmm. I have to sweat for it. I have to die for it. I have to, you hear what I mean, right? I have Mm -hmm. to suffer for it. I have to trade in ways that are painful for it in order for it to mean something. And this is so in the global narrative, you all, around Mm -hmm. success. And so there will be things along the path of your calling. There will be things that require something of you but it doesn't look like painful sacrifice. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like forcing something because you think you should, right? (laughs) Because that's what I I hear, Mel, right? Like, I should want that, right? Isn't that what I wanted? I should want that. And what the aligned you was saying, well, was like, no, that was a period in your journey that was a part of what supported your awakening, but you're you're woke now. Let's (laughs) let's stay in your purpose and your mission, right? And so... I say that because, again, we've adopted so much conditioning about what the experience needs to be for Mm -hmm. us. And so this request to this assignment, this loving assignment that I'm giving you all to track your energy is actually challenging that mythology, that actually you want to pay attention to the quality of your experience because if the quality of your experience is high, chances are that it's aligned for you right? Like you feel fulfilled, you feel empowered, you feel, and not the false egoic hit that we know, right? The, the, the sort of momentary high, we're not interested in that. We're interested in what brings you to more of yourself. So when you feel like more of yourself, you know that you are on the right track. Mm. Yes. Oh, I love that. I think you're so right. There's there's this kind of narrative that we have to, if we're following our purpose, then we have to like never stop. Like we're go, go, go. We're all on, on, on. And, you know, what I've really learned is that I can be resting and taking days off and weekends off and, you know, entire weeks off if I wanted to. And I would still be following my purpose I would still be living in alignment I don't need to be constantly creating um, in order to feel in alignment and we all go through seasons of rest and then being on like the summer months and then there's like the the winter months and you being in a winter month doesn't mean that you are not in alignment anymore it just means that you need to rest yes reason seasons and, and everybody's rhythms are different. You know, that's the beauty of when you're in alignment, you really get to listen for what is right for you. You know, so for the entrepreneurs that we serve in the context of Move Be Proud, we don't just look at your model. We don't just look at your mission. We also look at your temperament. Ooh. We also look at your strengths. We look at, we look at all, in other words, there's a holistic way in which we pay attention to the essence of who you are because we understand and recognize that the strategy for lifting your mission and movement also needs to align with your spirit. Mm. So, you know, this, uh, this way that being in alignment gives us permission to work differently is huge. Mm. You know, it's huge, right? Because mm. that's, that's the real revolution, yes. right? Is, is that we get to do it all differently and reap far more reward than we could have ever dreamed of had we done it more traditionally. Mm. 
So, Ra, what do you see for the future of our planet? What do you think is coming for us? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think we're on a roller coaster. Um, I've, I've been describing it as sustained discomfort and prolonged uncertainty. And if you can actually learn to sit in that, the gifts of this time are going to be so huge, so mm -hmm. tremendous, right? The discomfort isn't about forcing. The discomfort is about addressing those aspects of ourselves individually, collectively, societally, globally that are out of alignment, mm -hmm. right? So just as we got the invitation and sacred pause to come home to ourselves and deal with the fabric of our own relationship to ourselves, hence, George Floyd has given us the opportunity to come home to our humanity as a global community and a global society. So just like we've got gaps in the fabric of our foundation, our society and our world has gaps in the fabric of its foundation. And, <clears throat> and those are going to continue to be drawn up and raised. And in that raising will be our awakening and the increasing intensity of our callings. So if we stay awake and we stay aware, we can do some of our very best work right now. Some of our very best work on ourselves in the context of shoring up our own foundation. And then some of our very best work in honor of the people we want to be and in honor of the world that we want to see. Right. So you are being ready. I call this stage, you know, we were in sacred pause for the cause. We're now in what I call the getting ready to be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Stage, right? So if it's chaotic over there, just know you're in good shape, <laughs> right? Because this is, this is the place where we are sorting it out. This is the place where we are asking the bigger questions, which is when we reemerge, and the, then the moment and the time will come when reemergence is really happening. We're, 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 we're having some false starts here, mm. beloved. So these are, this is, we're in the false start section, right? But when we start to really reemerge, we, we need to be understanding what will be different, what will be new, what will be new and different about us, what will be new and different about what we want to consciously be shaping. And so our work is to be getting ready, to be ready for the new paradigm, right? And to understand that as we do the work of getting ready to be ready, we are actually inviting the new paradigm mm. consciously through our efforts. So in other words, it will exist because we will have called it in and we will have readied for it. So whatever you think is, you know, is not yours to do, because a lot of us are like, oh, well, I should be out there. Actually, look what's in front of you. You may get a hit today to call your mother. That may be the work today. You may get a hit to have a conversation with an old friend, to look up an old friend and reach out and say hello. That may be the work today. The work today may be to actually outline your program or your course. Right, that may be the work today. Whatever shows up in front of you today and that compels you today mm. is the work. It's all connected. Oh, just love that so much. Thank you. Ra, like what's going on in your world right now? Like how can people work with you, come find you, like buy from you, like... What can people do? <laughs> yeah, so we, I mean, you know, the, the, as, we, as, as the old school ministers would say, Mel, the doors of the church are open. 
right? Meaning that if you are feeling called, you know that this is your time, that you know that the work for you is to do that realignment work. We welcome you. So you can definitely reach us out in relationship to the book at The Calling Movement. Dot com and you can get the book in all of the major channels if you want it in hardcover or Kindle version or Audible. It's all available to you. Shout out St. Martin's Press. <clears throat> also, um, we are going to give you access to Pivot to Your Purpose, which is a free masterclass for those of you who are trying to figure out, you know, I see there's all this pivoting going on now, right? We've been talking about it, right? Yeah. All these ways that people are trying to sort it out. And we're saying, look, if you're going to shake it up, or if you're going to pivot, you might as well come on home. You might as well get into alignment. You might as well use this opportunity to really be doing what it is that you're here to be doing. And so um, so we want to make that free masterclass available to you. And at the end of that masterclass, there is an invitation to come into our True Paid Good Virtual Mastermind, which is uh, designed to take those of you who are dreaming about your purpose, or maybe you just put your foot on the court to your purpose, to actually full on, on the court, in your stay true, in your get paid, and in your do big. Mm, great we're gonna link all of that up in the show notes the book the workshop thank you so much I have three questions that I ask every guest um on love sex and magic so what is one thing that you love right now I love watching us wake up and even in the, the struggle of it, it's, it's a beautiful struggle because I believe that at the, at the other side of it, we are going to emerge so much more ourselves. And I cannot wait to see that. I cannot wait. You know, like I feel like I'm bearing witness to an incredible moment in our global consciousness and, and in our human story. Um, and so I feel deeply, deeply blessed to be able to, to be in, in this and engaged in these times (laughs) so I'm loving that (laughs) me too me too I keep having this feeling of like oh yes this is why we're all here at this time this is why we're here yes I know exactly what you mean Mm. okay next one is what turns you on watching people courageously stand for what they know is their highest self their highest wisdom and their highest contribution, you know, and we've been seeing so much standing. I mean, from the frontline workers, you just shout out to all of our medical global medical community and all of the ways that they have been arriving and supporting people throughout this time, as well as the people who globally took to the streets Mm. in response to what we witnessed yes right, with George Floyd's transcendence and and the ways in which we saw it all over the world people were just you know they wanted one another to see we're here we're here right so you know totally totally inspiring yeah yeah beautiful and uh finally when was the last time you experienced magic I feel like I experience magic every day. I have a ritual where I get up very, very early in the morning, somewhere between four and five. And I sit on my back terrace. And I'm just, it's just me and God. And I listen. I pour libation. I pray. I sage or smudge or frankincense, whatever. Um, and I listen. And I watch the world wake up. You know, I watch the the dawning 
mm. of a new day. And, and that is, I don't have words for how incredible that is, right? Yeah. Nature is in, unbelievable, just unbelievable in its mm. majesty. Mm. Amen. Amen. So Ra, if people want to come and connect with you, they want to come find you. Is there like a platform that you love to hang out on the most that people can come follow you on? Uh, I, you know, it's funny. I'm I'm a little social social media um, monk. I would say in the sense of I I I, I participate, but then I fast a lot. Okay. <laughs> but on I, IG would probably be you know come holler at me at Ra Goddess and it's R H A Goddess. Um, uh, IG and then of course backslash Facebook and all of the other places but IG is probably I would say my, my place mm. my, home, my home base if I was to have a home base in social yeah. it would be <laughs> IG <laughs> awesome well this has just been so beautiful I could I feel like I could chat with you about all of these things all day so thank you so much for your time and your energy and for doing the the incredible work of service that you are doing in this world it's my joy my joy and Mel thank you for having me thank you for all the ways you serve your beloveds truly truly my joy Oh, wow. What a woman. What a force. I hope you guys absolutely loved that episode and got so many takeaways. I would love if you would share this episode. If you loved it, share it on your socials. Leave us a review. Share it with your friends. Make sure you hit subscribe. And as always, come and join us inside the Goddess Collective, which is the membership for your soul. If you want extra questions with Ra and all of our previous podcast guests as well so enjoy your week wherever you are in the world take great care of you and keep listening to that voice within loads of love